Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We're on ESPN 2 till 8 a.m. Eastern and ESPNU all four hours right up till 10 a.m. Eastern. We're on Sirius XM Channel 80 and the ESPN app. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the ESPN app. Scroll down to live radio. We are right there. We're portable and live. Listen on your phone. And we're presented by Progressive Insurance. And are joined now by Coach Herm Edwards, NFL analyst and former Jets and Chiefs head coach, of course. Hey, Coach, how are you? Good morning, men. Oh, it is a good, good, good morning. Well, yo, all oh, for across me. America, it's a good morning. It's a good morning, but for Giants fans, it feels like it hasn't been a good morning in 11 years, Coach. What did you think of Danny Dimes <laughs> against the Vikings? I thought he was in fantastic yesterday. First playoff game and really uh, seemed like he was in control of the whole game. He knew when to run. Uh, did a nice job throwing the football. I mean, he was their offense, to be quite honest. And everyone said the runner needs to be a part of it. He was a part of it, but he actually he ran the ball. Um, he threw it well. He made good decisions uh, on the road against a team that obviously they played before. So uh, I think the Giants uh, gained a lot of confidence uh, winning that football game, especially on the road. When you look at them, Herman, you look at the Giants, and then on the flip side of things, Minnesota. Kirk mm. Cousins certainly – put up some impressive playoff numbers. But in the end, the things that seem to always bite him is finishing. And he didn't finish in this game when it counted most. What does Minnesota do moving forward now? Well, I think, Key, in in my opinion, just my humble opinion, it's not so much their offense. I mean, they've got an offensive head coach. they got to fix the defense. That, that, That is the problem is defensively because you put a lot of stress on your quarterback uh, when you can't seem to, to slow people down. Right. And, you know, they play in a lot of one score games. And so when you think about Kirk cousins, he had a really a marvelous season to be quite honest, but because he didn't finish right, you know, I mean, obviously he throws the short pass there and they need a first down. I get all that, but really this all goes back to their defense. I mean, they are one of the poorest defense in the national football league. Mm-hmm. And and and, and that just stresses you out, Key. I mean, you know, you, you you were fortunate enough to play at a place where, hey, you know, the offense could go four series and 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 kick or one twelve. Field. And, <laughs> oh yeah, but you could go four series and you know and punt and kick a field goal, and we're still in the game. You know, yeah, the defense lets you catch up. Yeah, you know, because they they would help, they would hold a score down. Well, this defense, you're always in the mode of, hey man, every time we get the ball, we need to score. As Brooke Brooke would say, Coach, get me nine. We good. Exactly. Nine points was good. I mean, Hermes, the second time the Giants have scored 30 or more points this season. right? So, I mean, you do that against Vikings. This does lead me to this question, though, I I think about where we're at currently with what you've seen from Daniel Jones Mm -hmm. over the last two months. And I, I know what Dak Prescott brings to the table, but Daniel Jones and Dak Prescott have the same amount of playoff wins right now. So, if I'm asking you, Herm, Mm -hmm. who has has a bigger upside? Like, who are you taking if you had a choice between Daniel Jones or Dak Prescott? (laughs) 
Well, I think it boils down to this. Um, who's coaching the quarterback and what offense are you obviously running to allow him to be successful? I think he's Daniel Jones is at a place right now where um, the coach has done a marvelous job with this young man in the fact that, uh, you know, everyone knows he's, his contract's up and he wants to be a giant. And I think he made himself a little bit of money yesterday. And I, I think he won some of the fan base that was kind of undecided on him. I think the coach likes him, and I think the team likes him. I think the players like the quarterback, and especially what he did yesterday in his first playoff competition. I mean, it was, it was impressive. You know, we knew he was an athlete, but he made some decisions yesterday where you're like, okay, uh, I kind of like this guy. I can live with this. We're down the street from them in that same state, you know, in New York. You think the Jets wouldn't mind having this guy? I mean, you know, he, he played well yesterday in my opinion. Oh, my God, yeah. Who wouldn't, like, uh, uh, think about the coach. Like, I, I look at a guy like uh, Tannehill or someone like yes. that, right? Good athletic quarterback, and you're always thinking, okay, now comes the test. You're in the playoffs. Can you at least be your normal self, if not elevate, right? Because guys at that talent level, good but not incredible, you want to see are they made for that moment, right? Kirk Cousins so far, and he's not even at that size or speed or anything, is not, right? right. You need eight, he'll get you six. Yes. Uh, but – Daniel Jones, like Tannehill had not been able to do it. Daniel Jones, in his first playoff appearance, was perfect. Yes. The best game he ever played. Yes. Like, this is in the tradition of, of Eli Manning and Phil Simms and good Giants quarterbacks who are great when you need them to be. I wouldn't want them to go anywhere. No, mm-hmm. and, and I think, you know, the next thing we talk about, too, and Key knows it because he played in that, in that city, you got to have a mentally strong quarterback to play in New York. You just do because playing on the field is one thing, but when the game's over, dealing with the masses and how you go about talking to those guys, that's another thing. And you better be a strong, strong, strong guy mentally to handle that. So you got to get the right guy because you're on a big stage. Regardless if you like it or not, you're in New York. and that's You, you, you got to perform. And if you don't perform well, they're going to come at you. And you got to be able to, to defend that off. And I think this guy has been there long enough. I think he's a good fit for this organization. Um, and I think going forward, they're just going to continue to get better. Coach Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL analyst, joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. I'm going to ask Herm right now, has he ever blown a 27-point oh. lead as an NFL head coach? Oh. Have you ever surrendered a 27-point lead, especially in the playoffs? Uh, not to my recollection, in, in watching it unfold, Key, the thing I said, and, you know, this happens in college football a lot, too. You get these leads, and all of a sudden, in college football, because the clock stops so much, you know, you, people come back on you. And when you learn from pro football, even going into college football, you, you tell these guys, especially the offensive coordinator now, look, we're playing against the clock. We got a 20-point 20, 20 lead. Not saying we're playing conservative, but we got to do some things that make sure that the clock, we're playing against the clock, no longer the opponent. You don't snap the ball until four seconds. That 40-second clock, it, it runs all the way down before you even take a snap. You tell your offensive lineman, hey, look, we're going to snap the ball to four seconds. Understand that. It doesn't matter. We make a 10-yard play, 20-yard play. We're going to get back in the huddle, and every four seconds, when it gets to four seconds, we'll hike the football. You still play your offense, but all you're trying to do is make first downs and move the ball. You'd like to go on a nine, ten-play drive, take five minutes off the clock, score. You're not in a hurry anymore. You rest your defense. You just kind of make first downs and just move the ball down the field, break their back, kind of what San Francisco does. 
Right? I mean, that's what the 49ers do. When they get the lead, it's over. They're going to close the game out, guys. They're going to run it some. They're going to throw a couple boots. They're going to hit some short passes, let the guy make five or six. They're always in third and three or less. And they convert it and another four minutes run off the clock. And you're watching that clock bleed down, man, and you're going, oh, boy. We got no shot, right? They didn't do that. It was hard for me to watch. I said, what are you doing right now? You're playing against the clock. Mm-mm-mm. Herm, um, I did want to ask you, watching the Ravens lose to the Bengals the other day, Yeah. Um, Lamar Jackson not on the sideline. Yeah. Uh, it, to me, having an injury or not, I mean, you're there. And I know what kind of person Lamar is, Coach. Yes. Right? So knowing what kind of person he is, knowing how he's played through injuries before, one of the rough, toughest players there is in the NFL, uh, that he's not there, doesn't that make you think there's something a little bit deeper between him and the organization? Well, I will say this. Um, this is where, and look, I, Coach Harbaugh is a fabulous coach. He's fabulous. Done a remarkable job with this organization. This is a great organization, by the way. But this is when you as a head coach, you take your head coaching hat off. And you say, look, I'm going to be your advisor right now. I understand you're hurt. You're not going to play. You have to to travel with the football team. You don't want to stand on the sideline? Fine. i put you in a box. We're going to treat you, but you need to be around your football team. Preach it. Whether you stay here or not. Whether you stay here or not. Because remember, this is a business decision you're about to make if you don't show up. You're the quarterback. You, you're, not, you're not the center. You're not the left tackle. You're not the corner. You're the quarterback. You're the face of the franchise. Unless you got COVID or something where they won't let you travel, you're the first on the plane. You're greeting everybody, smiling. You got to take the business role of this now. Because even if, if you don't stay here and you go somewhere else, wherever you want to go, they're looking at you right now. How was how, how he handling this, right? How does he handle this? Because injuries happen to players. So... That's the only thing I would advise him to do. And then he's got to make a decision. And maybe Coach told him that. I don't know. But I know that's the heart-to-heart conversation I'd have with him. I'd take my head coaching hat off. I'd say, this is business now. You want to talk about business? You're representing yourself as an agent? This is how business works. That's the conversation I would have had with him. Coach Herm Edwards, ladies and gentlemen, former, formerly of the Jets and the Chiefs, and, of course, now ESPN NFL analyst. Coach, uh, you said a lot, as always. Lamar Jackson, I wonder, based mm. on what you just said, I wonder if he doesn't see himself as the quarterback of that team anymore. Whether or not it's a good decision, as you mentioned, but maybe that's the signal. Like, okay, you don't want to give me the contract? I'm not a Raven. And, and it's okay. But you're interviewing for the next team that right. might want you to be the quarterback. That's yeah. the problem. And that is Coach Herm Edwards. Thank you, Coach, as always. Thank right, you, man. Herm. Appreciate you. Imagine being traded for Keyshawn Johnson. What? What are you talking Imagine about? Imagine being traded for Keyshawn Johnson. What? Is this an in-show trade? That's our next guest. He had think, that I don't think they got enough. Sean, that distinction. <laughs> they don't have enough collateral. I was going to say a distinct pleasure, but I'm it's pretty, a distinction. I'm pretty, damn, I'm pretty good at what I do, Jay. I don't know that whoever you trade and it networks moving around. I don't think, you know. Yeah. Well, that's your special assistant to the GM and to the that's you know, right. head coach. Our uh Special ESPN college football analysts coming up, and he was traded for Keyshawn Johnson. 
Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. On March 19th, 2004, I feel like I'm doing the uh, opening to the odd couple. <clears throat> the Tampa Bay Bucks traded Keyshawn Johnson to the Dallas Cowboys for, anyone want to guess, for? Two ones. Joey Galloway, who the Cowboys also traded two first-round picks to acquire. Reunited with his former coach, Bill Parcells, Keyshawn lived up to his advanced billing for the Cowboys in 2004, leading the team in receiving yards and tying for the lead in touchdown catches while taking over a leadership role in the locker room and on the field. Who wrote this script? <clears throat> Keyshawn. <laughs> Keyshawn Johnson. They are stupid as hell. Joey who Galloway. Wrote, who wrote this script? ESPN college football analyst, former Cowboys and Bucks wide receiver, and the man training for Keyshawn Johnson. See, y'all What's don't, on, y'all don't know, y'all don't know that Joey Galloway might have been the fastest dude in the NFL at 60 years old. Y'all don't know that. He was he was fast when he came in, hey, and, fa- and the fastest guy when he left. What's up, Joey? Hey, uh, what I'm trying to figure out is I agree with who wrote that script because they forgot to put in the part of what I did when I got to Tampa in my first season. I I don't I don't understand why I got no Tampa love, but Keyshawn got his whole <laughs> lead in the locker room. I just gave you Dallas. love. See, but, but, I just gave you, you love. Right, though, and, that is weird, though. Like, it, it, you yeah, but are the Max, guest, but we doing a read-up. We building up Key, but you <laughs> yeah. the guest. I, I don't yeah. understand. Key I didn't do that. Key I didn't do that. Uh, Shannon or Nuno or someone a little a – little, uh, <laughs> Not, not yeah, only – Little Ben no, Franklin. And I'm about to give him some more love that he doesn't even know. So when Joey Galloway was traded from Seattle to Dallas – Joey was traded for two number ones, just like I was. But Joey put out in the air when he was traded, he said, I tell you what, since y'all won't trade me, I'm going to come in with six games left in the season, get my accredited season, and y'all going to have to move me anyway. I said, oh, you can do that? I'm doing exactly what Joey did. Joey put you up on game, huh? He put me up on game. And I told Bill, I said, Bill, if y'all don't want to pay me, I'm going to sit out. I'm going to come in with a few games left, get my accredited season to our free agency, and then y'all going to lose me. So what you want to do? He said, okay, we're going to move you. I get at the Joey. That's all on Joey. Showing people the way Joey Hey, that was the best. That was the best. I played flag football with my brothers back in Wheeling, West Virginia, for an entire half of an NFL football season, I'm playing flag football. That was the best year of my life. I had a great time. Joe, let's talk about a, a big game tonight, Monday Night Football on ESPN, ABC, everything we know about the Bucks and the Cowboys. But you know, how much pressure do you think the Bucks, if any, 
are they feeling coming into this game at home? Well, I would say that they're definitely feeling pressure just because, I mean, it's a playoff game and, and it has been a crazy season for Tampa. So they get in. So they're obviously feeling pressure, but I don't think it's anywhere near what the Cowboys are feeling. Uh, everyone expects the Cowboys to win because Tampa uh, with their record, uh, I believe it's eight and nine. They're in, uh, they have Tom Brady and I'll be honest with you. If they didn't have Tom Brady, I don't know that anybody would really be giving them a chance to beat the Cowboys in this game. But because of that, they're going to feel some pressure. But they've been there. They've done it. Uh, they won a Super Bowl recently. So whatever pressure they are feeling, they know how to deal with it. Yeah. That when you look at the last time. When you, Go ahead, Keyson. When you look at the last time the Cowboys and the, the Bucks played against each other, Tom Brady's 7-0 in his career. Okay, he's undefeated against Dallas in Tampa Bay. First game of the year, Tampa Bay goes. They lose to the Dallas Cowboys. All of a sudden, Dak Prescott finger hurts. He comes back later on in the year. Things start to roll a little bit over the last several weeks of the season. He's now throwing the ball to the other team. How much pressure is on Dak Prescott to win this game and get out of Tampa with a W? Hey, hey Key, I mean, his finger hurts. <laughs> you make it sound like he had like a boo-boo or something. like. So Dak comes back from an injury. Um, and when you talk about the Cowboys, I think because uh, people expect a lot out of this team because of the, the level of talent that they have, you expect so much that even in times when they win, it doesn't feel great because it didn't look great. But sometimes they find a way to win – and they don't get that kind of credit for just winning a football game. I would say 95% of the pressure in this game is on Dallas just because we know what kind of tools they have. Uh, at times, they've looked great during this season. Uh, and, and they've played at a level that at points in this season, people would put them into the Super Bowl. And so there's a lot of pressure with that when you have that kind of talent. You have a, a quarterback in Dak Prescott. Uh, that you've seen play at a high level. And so all the pressure's on Dallas. But I think they're going to handle this. I think that we're going to see the Cowboy team that we've seen play at that high level. So this is the playoffs. Everybody's uh, level gets heightened at this point in, its, in the season. And I expect Dallas to do just that. I expect to see the team that we've seen that people said that they could win the Super Bowl. But let's mm. say let's say we don't. I agree because, Joey, I think – Either the Bucks nip them or the Cowboys might, you know, beat the brakes off them, right? But let's say it's the first thing and the Bucks figure out a way. It's Tom Brady after all. Figure out a way to get it done. What, like, what do we think then about this Cowboys franchise? Like, we say Chargers going to Charger, right? Like, okay, so the Chargers collapse. I can't say I'm surprised. What do we say at a certain point where Dak is in year seven, sitting on one playoff win every single year. We got multiple people in the media at this network alone. This is the year Cowboys going to win the Super Bowl. Look at that roster, top to bottom, blah, 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 right? Like, what happens then? Something, something happens? Or I'm a Giants fan. I hope nothing else happens. I hope they keep it the way it is. But what do you think? Uh, the narrative changes. Uh, you don't give credit uh, to, to talent. You know what I mean? Like, so – I don't believe the most talented teams always win football games at, at any level. It comes down to uh, which teams are playing the best football. And so the most talented teams a lot of times don't win in a lot of sports. Uh, 
And Dallas would become one of those teams where you could look at a lot of positions and say, man, these guys are really talented. These guys are really good. These guys can do this and they can do that. But somehow, some way, at times, they don't put that together and they don't put that on the football field. It may be one area of the team is playing well on a particular day or the other area is playing well on a particular day, but they don't put it all together. And so it just changes the narrative. And you start to look at a team and say, man, that's a really talented team, but for some reason they can't put it together and they can't do it uh, when the big moments happen uh, for this team to, to prove that. That's what happens when you go through these seasons like this uh, and then if you go on the road and get beat by a Tampa Bay team that you should absolutely beat, because if you were to pick, uh, you know, you go through and you pick uh, who has the better uh, group by positions, then I think Dallas would win a lot of those areas. But again, you have to put all of that together and go play football. Joey, who do you see coming out of the AFC and the NFC? <sighs> you know what, Key? It's, it's strange. Like, before I got to the NFL, I was a huge Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Uh, once I got there and once I played for a number of teams, um, I I don't really have a team, but my sons have teams. And so uh, my my son is a huge Bengals fan. So I root for the Bengals. Uh, my other son is a Pittsburgh fan. Obviously, they're not in it. Then my other son is a Kansas City Chiefs fan. So I root for the Kansas City Chiefs. So I can't make a selection because... I have sons that root for separate teams, so I can't make a pick uh, in the AFC. In the NFC, give me the Eagles. I think the Eagles will, will pull it off. I think the way they played this season, I'll pick the Eagles to come out of the NFC. That is Joey Galloway, okay. the man traded for Keyshawn Johnson. Man, leave that too low, man. Well, that's what happened. You guys <laughs> you got traded The you great didn't... Keyshawn Johnson. Yeah, I was going to say, hold on, Joey. You didn't read the script that Key paid somebody to read on the way out. <laughs> Yeah, read the script. Joey just paid it twice to have us stop reading it. All right. Thank you, Joey. Right, so Joey. that's from the Cowboys' point of view, guys. What about from the Bucks? How much pressure Tom Brady and the Bucks feeling? We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, 
Jay Will and Max. ESPN Bucks reporter Jenna Lane. It's Tom Brady's team. They know this could be his last ride, and this could be his last ride with them. There's pressure that just comes with playing with Tom Brady anyway. They don't want to let him down. But I think the Cowboys honestly might be feeling more pressure. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. We are joined now by Derek Brooks, Pro Football Hall of Famer. Super Bowl champion, 11-time Pro Bowler, but this is what I always look at, nine-time All-Pro. Nine-time All-Pro. Morning, Derek. Hey, good morning. How you guys doing? What's up, Bo, man? What you doing with all that noise in the background, man? Sound like you ordering man, some coffee I'm over, or something. I am, I am walking over to your guys' first take set with all these people out here. That's why you know, all this noise. Oh, okay. I'm actually uh, just leaving, uh, you know, our Martin Luther King breakfast uh, that we have every year in Tampa. It's actually right next door to where the guys are doing first take. So uh, well, I'm walking and talking. Me, if you would have invited me to that breakfast, I couldn't go anyway. So thanks for the invite. <laughs> you know. As, as always, you know, I, I'm going to take my the responsibility of not inviting you. So it's all on me. Yeah, no, it's all good. <laughs> I mean, how much how much pressure is on the Bucks tonight, Bo? Uh, I don't think none's on none really. Uh, to be honest with you, I think all the pressure, you know, is on the Cowboys. When when you think about what they have not been able to do, and you know, for who they are and what they represent, just in terms of the branding and their ownership, I believe the pressure is on them. You know, the Bucks obviously just recently won a Super Bowl and and having playoff success. Uh, the last two years since Tom has been here. I don't think no pressure's on him. But if you want to look at, you know, what Tom Brady brings and mm-hmm. and obviously, uh, you know, getting his 36th win uh, in the playoffs, I think that is what, you know, is kind of at stake in terms of what's on the line for the Bucks. But I think as a team, probably more pressure on the Cowboys. So, D. Brooks, with that being said, with a guy like Mike McCarthy in Dallas coming into town trying to get this win, like, do you, do you think this could be the last game for Mike McCarthy if they if they drop this one? <laughs> well, Jay, will I? You know, I don't you know want to get into speculation, man, of in terms of what a coach has to do to to keep his job. You know, I, I want to re- respect that process, but you know, let's look at the obvious here. You know, from how they started and what's been on the line the last couple of years you know, it's right for people to think that. Now, if he's done enough, you know, in terms of what uh, Jerry and his son Steven feels to keep the franchise going, they don't get it done, you know, I don't know. But I just hate to think that everything that a coach has put into a boil down just to this one game. So I don't I don't, you know, want to necessarily say I, I believe that's the, the case. If he loses, he's fired. But as I said, you know, to Key's earlier question, the the pressure is strictly on the Cowboys, and I think that's another reason why the pressure is on the Cowboys because you can say somebody's job on the line. Yeah, I think people see that same way kind of all over, and even in Dallas and Tampa, a lot of pressure on the Cowboys and and Dak Prescott. But, you know, Tom Brady's got all that in the bank, all those Super Bowls in the bank. How likely is it that it's his last game, though? Yeah, Max, who, who knows what – you know, obviously, uh, Tom's life has changed a lot here. You know, in these last twelve months, and you know, I, I, you know, 
who's to say that, you know, now that, you know, his personal life is, is where it is, that now there's a different motivation to, to keep playing versus where it was 12 months ago. Uh, and I've learned, you know, in my years of, of knowing Tom, you, you take every, you know, take each and every day as it is. So right now, uh, if you were to ask me, would he be done? I'd probably say no. Uh, to be honest with you, just because how things have changed. Now, will it be here with Tampa? I have no idea. Do you think it should be in Tampa, though, Brooks? Can can he? I mean, he, it, it, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, if he comes back and plays for the Bucks, are they a super? Are they a twenty twenty four Super Bowl team? Uh, Key, you know, I, I think when it gets to the, the makeup of what twenty twenty four looks like. You know, Coach Bowles is going to have a bigger influence than he had last year. When you think about when he assumed the head coaching position, personnel and a few of all those other decisions had already been made, and those were made with him as the defensive coordinator. Now him being the head coach and going through a whole year of coaching this football team, it's just safe to say whoever's in that position, some changes are going to be made. And, and what those changes would look like with coaching staff, with players, you know, I don't know. But I, I definitely would say uh, Tom being, being a part of it is a big part of that discussion. And, you know, Tom has a lot to say with that too. But I will say Coach Bowles will have a bigger influence on what that roster looks like than what he did for the 2022 team. Derek, what, what do you expect to see out of – Dak Prescott tonight because it, it feels like he is one of these quarterbacks that has the talent. Obviously, we know they had you know one of the top fledged offenses in the league, and he like the ceiling is high for him. But it does feel like in bigger moments we're still waiting for him to arrive, right? To kind of secure the deal that he got and also secure the way we see him. Do you think he'll arrive tonight against this Bucks defense? Well, I, well, I hope he don't arrive. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but, you know, in all fairness to your question, uh, you know, Dak's success, and, you know, depends on, you know, how well the running game is doing. How can the Cowboys stay ahead of the downs in situations uh, where the play calling could be to their advantage and the matchups can, can be uh, to their advantage? Anytime an offense is able to stay ahead of the sticks, especially this type of offense that has the type of players that could take a short pass turn into an explosive play where you don't have to have the downfield explosive plays. They can come off, you know, individual matchups. Staying ahead of the downs is critical. Now, what the Bucks' success defensively has been is to shut down a team's running game through their run defense and force the quarterback to stay behind the downs where now the Bucks' strength, which is their pre-snap manipulation in their defensive schemes, could come alive and disrupt the passing game. And over the past few weeks, when teams have been able to do that, the Cowboys' offense, and particularly Dak, has struggled. So I would say that's definitely a, a big key, uh, in my opinion, on what the Bucks will have to do uh, tonight. And they're going to have to get turnovers. Uh, you know, whether it be through, you know, the quarterback position and Dak, or whether it be fumbles, et cetera, I think, you know, a big key for the Bucks uh, in winning this game is they're going to have to get, get some turnovers. Derek Brooks, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Super Bowl champion, nine-time All-Pro. Always good talking to you. Best best football player I ever played with. Yeah, ever. man, he was <laughs> – ever. 
Preach. Appreciate, appreciate that 19. And again, man, you guys keep doing your thing. I'm a big fan of the show. All right, All right. Yeah, he was, I play And I played with about, I think I played with six or seven Hall of Famers. The year Best that, one. The year that you won the Super Bowl, and he was like the main reason. But, but like that whole defensive front, remember Mike Vick had reeled off probably seven or eight straight wins but couldn't beat Tampa because he had too many dudes with too much speed up front on the defensive side. And right then I was like, I was doing around the horn at times that that's that, that team's going to win the Super Bowl. Man, that defense was crazy. Glad you, I'm glad you picked this Max. Yeah, of course you are. It that's the reason you won. Game. Obviously it gave it you all the confidence you needed. Hey, look, look, look Cow- I'm glad he picked this in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> he is making a face that shows you how earnest he is, how honest he is about uh, saying what he just, will the Cowboys get their first road win in the playoffs in Thirty years. Good people all over the world. Sure hope not. Or will their season end in yet another miserable disappointment? Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will. And Max. Dan Orlovsky, ESPN football analyst. Right. How can you be 35 and 24 for 300, two touchdowns, if there's nothing around you? You're not Bugs Bunny. You're not throwing a ball to yourself. Yeah, first of all, it's mathematically impossible to go 35 to 24, Kate. So USD education right there. Yeah, uh-huh. that's what I mean. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max were presented by Progressive Insurance. I don't know why I said 35, 20, 35 to 24. It happens. Cowboys. Yeah. Dan tried me on that SC education. I don't even when I look in the when I look in the book of top schools, Connecticut ain't nowhere to be found. UConn, nowhere. UConn's one of the nowhere. top academic universities. Hey, when I look top in what? that book, what? when I look in the you know the book, I don't even know the name of it. But when I look in that book and I look at all the universities, alone, I don't. 
So you I don't know what the hell they're talking Universities about. get ranked. They get ranked academically. They get ranked with sports. They get ranked. Say, hey, 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 Max. Yeah. They get ranked. They get ranked. I, I see Columbia. Yeah. I you see Duke. Col- yeah. I see yeah. USC. He's just saying when he looks down the list, it's not that it's not there. It's just way it's down just, yeah. where he's not looking. It might be 298, but I don't even turn to that page. Why are y'all attacking Dan? He's not even here. Well, he attacked me. <laughs> no, he's, he didn't. He just said you said the wrong numbers. No, he said USC education. Yeah, he did. He went at. He That's went what at he said. He went at me. He went at his institution. Yeah, it's true. What what Key is saying is people in glass houses. That's what he said. Uh, Tom Brady, you may have heard of him, quarterback. Slim Tom. Yeah, he is uh, Slim Tom. Well, you know, Tom, that face looks a little sucked in nowadays. But I got to be honest. I got to be honest. He looks. <laughs> he looked less healthy in the middle of the season when he That's wasn't playing well. That's why I told well you to be quiet. And going Key. through the Look stuff what you do. Why that he does now. Him? Let's why do be honest. Why character? do we have? Why can't we be honest about that? That's part of assessing somebody. Anyway, yeah, he leads his Tampa Bay Bucks. Ain't nobody coming on our show into action against. So I don't. don't we don't do this show to try anywhere. to get Brady guests Belichick. on. We do the show to tell but the Brady truth. Brady was never coming on, so it doesn't matter anyway. I'm with you, Max. Certain people were never coming on anyway. No matter how. How, how much you know him, how much yeah, you ask him, they all, oh, I can't. Uh, not coming, no. no. Hey, uh, he, he'd rather just uh He'd rather go with Jim Gray and podcast. He on, uh, on social media. All right, look. He is playing the Cowboys tonight. It's Think about this if you're Tom Brady, like for, from that point of view. Monday night football, but it's the playoffs. Uh, First game of the season where the Bucks beat them, it's America's team, the Cowboys, against Captain America, as Coach Herm Edwards calls him, Tom Brady. See what he's doing It's here, in Key? prime time. It's on ESPN and ABC and ESPN2 and ESPN+. Tom Brady with 35 career playoff wins. Over that period of time, the Cowboys have three over Tom Brady's 23-year career, he's got 35 wins. They got three in the playoffs. If he beats them tonight, he will have 12 times as many playoff wins as the whole franchise. How about this? In the entire history of the Dallas Cowboys, Tom Landry and Staubach and everybody, Tom Brady got as many playoff games as the Cowboys have in their history, both sitting at 35. Is Tom Brady better than the whole Cowboys franchise history? Because if he wins tonight, he'll have more, more playoff wins. Stop, than man. Stop. Only the Patriots, Steelers, and Packers have more all-time playoff wins than Tom Brady. And by the way, either Brady or the Cowboys about to tie the Steelers and Packers at 36 for second all-time behind the Pats, who have 37, mainly because of Tom Brady. Where's Belichick falling there at? He's, he's in the GOAT conversation. But just not undisputed anymore. Hey, look, the Cowboys haven't won a road playoff game. This one blew my mind more than the other stuff. In 30 years, you haven't won a playoff game on the road? I could, I could see 30 that. 30 years? Yeah, because if you think about it, San Francisco game was the one that they won. I remember that. Then they went to, I feel like they went to Philadelphia and lost. Green Bay, they certainly lost. Seattle, they lost. Um. Yeah, and then they, everything else had been at home. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I mean, I, I, it, Tom Brady's always easy to root for, especially with the year he's had this season. But, like, I find myself rooting for Dallas just because I, I don't want to see the onslaught that will occur tomorrow. Like, people will literally – Mike McCarthy will not only get fired. He will be gone. I don't know about that. We'll be talking about Dak Prescott. 
I'm just saying, like, I actually want to see them reach a pinnacle. I've I never rooted for rooting. Tom Brady so hard in my life as I'm rooting for Tom Brady tonight. Oh, am I rooting for Tom Brady? Jay, yeah, you I'm, I'm be not. ashamed of yourself. You're a Giants fan. You always got to root against the Cowboys and Eagles. Nah. Cowboys and should Washington, win. You know, they they should win the game. But if the Cowboys don't win the game, it's going to be sad. It's going to be who? Really, really sad. For whom? It's going to be sad for, the, for America, man. Nah, man. It'll be happy day in America. <laughs> it's going to be sad for America. It's morning in America tomorrow if the Cowboys uh, lose. I, yeah, man, just thinking. Jerry Jones got to sit around for a whole year to wait to get back to the playoffs again. That's that's tough. Yeah. Well, according to yeah, that's That's really tough. Fight. Hey, Key, maybe tougher than you realize. Hey, hey, hey. Back. <laughs> what do you think the NFL wants winning more tonight? Cowboys or Tom Brady? Ooh. Hey, to be honest with you, as far as the NFL goes, I don't think it even matters. I, I'm just, yeah. I'm just hyped. No, I don't think it. I don't think. Game. I don't think. I don't think it would matter because Tom Brady, if he wins and goes on, people's eyeballs will still watch that particular game. Mm-hmm. And if the Cowboys win and go on, people will watch that game as well. So I don't think it really matters Man, to the NFL. NFL this never is a loses. Good, they just these win. two teams being in the playoffs are good. There is something though about if Tom Brady. Like I know nobody. Like you know the, the beautiful thing about playoffs, you have a lot of people that kind of come into the sport of football that maybe haven't been watching, and everybody knows Tom Brady's name. Yep. So this narrative floating around, like, could he do it again? Like, the worst season he's had. Who do you think, Jay? What's bigger for the NFL, Brady or Cowboys? I think Cowboys. I think Cowboys. I think I would so. Say Cowboys. See, I don't, they I haven't, don't think they haven't it, done it in so but it wouldn't be. I don't wouldn't. really think it matters because you could tell the story anyway. Like but Jay see, was saying, the music behind the but, backdrop – he does it again. Yes. Is it his last run with the smoke? No, it's degrees of winning, Keith. But, but the whole deal. But, 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 but who would be, would be the number would one? Be a bit, would be the biggest story within the sports realm. But the Tom Brady story, because of everything he's gone through this year, losing, not be, going through a divorce, all that stuff. You know, I think that would be an. And you got to think story. of the matchup in the Super Bowl too. Eventually, right? Like, what's better for the? Even though the, the, the Niners might just put an end to any, but but like. What's better for the league? What Cowboys in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs, Bills, Bengals? I, I think, I think the Cowboys winning. You can is, tell that story either way, though. Yeah, no question. Tom no question. Brady against the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. They want their revenge. Tom Brady against uh, Josh Allen. Who's He's win, been Keith? looking up to the young guy. You know who's going to win tonight? Yeah, I got the Cowboys winning tonight. How okay. much? Skin of my chinny chin chin. Okay. Yeah, I got the boys winning tonight. Go ahead and take the boys. Do that reverse jinx thing. You know the Ooh. book I was looking. The book I was I don't looking know why for you was. Haven't been talking positively about the Cowboys. Jay, yeah. the book you I was what? looking for, Jay. Yeah, Jay. Was Princeton Review? That was the book. Princeton was Review. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they review. They review it. Connecticut, though, right? You kind of, they, they Yeah, they like on page. Man, uh, they like down alone, at the bottom man. in like three sixty five. Don't leave UConn alone. I, I, I think UConn's good. That's that's a beef. They're good women's basketball for sure. They're really good at men's basketball this year, too. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Have a happy Martin Luther King Day. We'll see you tomorrow. Happy MLK Day. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.